Howdy, cowboys and city slickers. I'm so glad that you're fixing to spend a little time hearing about Texas country and red dirt music here on Lone Star Music Lowdown. My name is Amy Neal, and I'm your host. Hopefully, you've already listened to episode one, where I talked with some folks about what Texas country and red dirt music is and what defines it. In this episode, we're going to dig into the live music scene here in the Lone Star State and why it deserves to be talked about. You'll also hear about becoming a performer and musician in Texas country and red dirt. Before we get into the details, I think you should know what an artist thinks makes live music in the red dirt scene special. It's a culture thing. It's a pride thing. You know, our music down here is rooted down here. You can tell they love that, and I love that. That was Hayden Baker telling you about what he believes makes the live music scene here in Texas second to none. But we'll hear more from him later on. I spend a good bit of my time and money at a place called Hurricane Harry's here in College Station. It's a bar with a decent-sized dance floor and some pool tables. It's pretty much a regular old honky-tonk. But I don't go for the beer or for some cowboy to ask me for a dance. I go for something that can't be experienced in the arenas that Luke Bryan or Jason Aldean sell out. I go because I know that I'll find a guy or a girl captivate a crowd with who they are and not who they are trying to be. I go because I know that I won't feel like a distanced fan. But instead, I'll feel the energy of someone who is leaving the weight of a long week or failed relationship in the dust. Sometimes I get that from the performer themselves. Sometimes I get that feeling from the people surrounding me. But sometimes that experience is shared by everyone in the entire joint. And those are the moments I wish I could bottle up. In those times, I have this overwhelming sense of pride to be a Texas Red Dirt music fan. We have this saying here at Texas A&M, from the outside looking in, you can't understand it. And from the inside looking out, you can't explain it. And I think that sums up the Texas country live music scene too. There is something downright indescribable about it that you'll never truly understand until you experience it for yourself. But I get it if you aren't looking up the nearest Red Dirt concert on your phone right now. With the help of some people that know what they're talking about, you may just become convinced. Hayden Baker is a business management major here at A&M, who also happens to be a rising artist in the Texas country and red dirt music scene. He started playing guitar after going to a Brad Paisley show in his teens. At the time, his intentions were to impress the girl with his musical talent, but he never could have expected where life would take him. He began his college career playing baseball But after a few years, he decided to trade his bat for a guitar. His goals may have shifted at that time, but his drive continued despite a change in plans. Why don't I let you listen to him tell you about how he got started playing music. I always had this like underlying dream of playing music on a stage. I just didn't really know about it. I didn't really know it. It was always kind of there. And then when I started picking up the guitar, that was the first thing I wanted to do was go play. I was three years into playing guitar and this guy in my hometown asked me if I would come play guitar for him at a barbecue joint. I was like, you can get paid for this? I was like, hell yeah. So I went down to the barbecue joint and played for him as he sang. That was it. I mean, there was like maybe 30 people in there, but I was hooked. 
I'd say a year later, I had a band and we started playing shows around Katy and Houston area. And then a little while after that, I had a song written and then I recorded it and released it. And then I had an EP written and I recorded that and released it. And then we were opening for Willie Nelson and Tracy Lawrence and all these people. And it just kind of all just started happening. And my thing is like, as long as you are respectful and you know, be kind to everybody and you know, try to make friendships, the sky's the limit. If you got the talent and you've got the will and the hard work ethic. Hayden wasn't a kid who set out to get TikTok famous and become a Nashville star. He just wanted to play shows and feel the energy of a crowd. And there's something really genuine about that. Don't get me wrong. I think it's okay for artists to reach for more, but I hate to see when that costs them their authenticity. In Hayden's case, his hard work and determination paid off in unexpected ways when Brad Paisley stumbled upon his social media. The first time I saw him, I was 17. Uh, now we're friends. So like I, I've gotten to hang out with him four times at the San Antonio Rodeo, the Houston Rodeo, in Cincinnati, Ohio, and Cleveland, Ohio. I was in his music video for No Eye and Beer last year. You can see me playing guitar and then getting hit in the face with a white claw a little bit later. You know, just he had to throw that one in there. <laughs> it was very organic. He just, he reached out to me. It was spring of 19. He followed me on Instagram and like liked one of my guitar videos. And a few weeks later, I got invited to the San Antonio Rodeo to come backstage and hang with him. And uh, that was the first time we met. And then from there, he was just like, hey, come to the Houston Rodeo and hang out at Soundcheck. And it was like, all right, Hey, come up to Cincinnati and like hang out with us after the show. We're gonna smoke cigars on the Ohio River. All right, come to Cleveland in two weeks. We got some new amps and pedals and guitars and gear coming out. We want you to try out a sound check. And I'm like, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And I just kept on going. Hayden Baker's interactions with Brad Paisley might have never happened if he had just seemed like a kid who wanted to get famous and drink beer for the rest of his life. But Jody Cockrell, the concert photographer and production manager who you heard from in the first episode, let me know that Brad Paisley isn't the only person in Nashville who is looking down in Texas for something special. I'll let her give you the details about what is going on between Texas and Nashville music. Right now, Nashville is looking at Texas because of the success we're having with being able to tour and these artists have an income because most national acts are not able to do that right now. Yeah. Um, and so there are people in Nashville that are looking at Texas and they're seeing these Texas artists be successful and continue to make a living selling music. And so I would definitely say that people have their eyes on Texas. Nashville has their eyes on Texas. And I think that's just going to help close that gap and, you know, wash away that line in the sand even more. The Texas red dirt scene has evolved so much over the past 15 years. So I think, you know, even pre-COVID, Nashville has been looking at Texas, even for talent, um, you know, like scouting for talent that they could bring to Nashville. But I think more so COVID has affected Nashville and the fact that their big moneymaker, their touring can't happen. But yet Texas Red Dirt artists are finding a way to be successful and do that. So I definitely think that's where they're looking right now. See, Jody has experience in live music here because that's what she's worked in. I think the hats she wears couldn't be pulled off by many but her willingness to jump in has led her to make connections and memories in the music scene. 
I asked her about her different roles and what she felt like was the most rewarding parts of helping make live music possible. All right, we'll start with production. That's kind of how I initially, you know, got into the music industry was like, man, I, I love putting on events. I think it's awesome. Um, and so for me, the coolest part of working in festival production is you put all of this work and time and prep into this event years ahead of it happening. And then you're finally there and the work is not done. Like in production, you work a year before the event and at the event, it never stops either. You're constantly going. For me, I always love to just take a minute at the back of the venue and just look out and see all of the people and the band on stage and people just living their life and enjoying it. And you see people of all different backgrounds just like coming together and just having this great time that's gonna be a memory for them for the rest of their life. And to know that you played just a tiny part in that is definitely the most rewarding, man, this is awesome feeling. There are so many things that I could talk about that are just like rewarding, but I do a lot of concert photography. And at first when I started out, it was like, am I ever gonna get the shot, the shot? And when you finally get it, you're like, that is the picture. That's the picture that's gonna sell tickets for this band. That's the picture that's gonna get a lot of likes on Instagram, you know, you get really excited. And it's that moment when you like look into your camera and you know you got what you came to get. It took me a while to kind of figure out what my real purpose of shooting at concerts was, like what kind of image did I need to get? What was I there for other than to just get cool pictures? And now when I go in and I get the shot, I know it's the shot. Because for me, I look at it as this artist and this band has paid me to come here to get pictures that are gonna help them sell tickets. Part of what draws the crowd that Jody is talking about is the sounds that come with live country music. I asked Hayden about what sort of sounds you could expect to hear at one of his shows and how he balances his music. Most of the time, the first thing that comes is the guitar lick like the signature guitar lick because that's that's my that's my thing that's my mo that's you know that's what people mostly know me for is the fact that i play guitar like usually way too fast <laughs> so like you'll hear on that on that album that we just put out songs like uh your perfume or waiting on love or axe to grind or all it takes is one all pretty much all the songs on there they start with some sort of hooky signature guitar lick and that's usually where that's sometimes it's square one for me because I want to know like, all right, how am I going to fit this thing? You know, my, my voice, essentially my unique voice. How am I going to fit this into every song in a, in a cool and unique way? I will say that the, the three things that you will always hear in my stuff is my guitar and then fiddle and, and steel guitar. I just, I love that combination, that classic sound. Yeah. Uh, and, and piano too. I think piano is a very classic thing to do in country. While sound can make or break a country song, Hayden and I agree on what makes Texas country and red dirt music stand out from the mainstream, especially during a live performance. It's the lyrics. Listen to him tell you how he writes songs and how he's seen others distinguish themselves from what is considered typical. It comes from an honest place. You know, the songwriting does. There's, there's not a lot of fluff. There's not a lot of mainstream type lines in there, like truck, 
beer like they're they're in there but like they're in there pretty cleverly done like the songwriting down here i think is what sets it apart and i think that's why the fans connect so much a song from hayden's last album against the grain that really highlights his knack for songwriting to me is a dream the baseball song time flew by changed now I make my living singing on a stage I went from one to be Hank Aaron to Hank Williams and I know my chances are still one in a million but it's my It is a song that talks about life moving in unexpected directions and choosing to move with it when your dream changes. I think it's honest and it speaks about a feeling that many have experienced even if they've never swung a bat or played a guitar. It's personal and it tells how Hayden decided to move on from baseball and pursue his music career. I think you should hear him tell you how the song came to be. I started writing it the night before my last baseball game. Um, I just had that, you know, a boy, a ball, and a dream. And I was like, oh man, how cool would this be if I like, t you know, spun it around in the second verses, now it's a boy, a guitar, and a dream. And it took me about a year to write that song. I just, I couldn't find the right words for it. And then it came to be and we recorded it and it got done and just turned into this beautiful, beautiful piece of art that I was so proud of. And around the time that COVID hit, I, a lot of my buddies that were playing college ball were, and some in high school ball too were getting their seasons and their careers cut short. Now, obviously, we know that they could have another year of eligibility. But at this time, we were like, we don't know what's going to happen. And so they were all just, you know, devastated. They're like, our careers got cut short. And I started thinking about that song and I was like, oh man, this, this song is way more than just me. You know, this is, this is way more than just me. This can mean anything, you know, I mean, going like you wanted to be the president of the United States when you were a kid and now you're an electrician, but you're still doing something you love and contributing to society. And that's all that matters. And I was like, man, this song could actually speak to some people. So you've heard some stories, and now you know a little bit more about the live red dirt and Texas country music scene. But what should you do now? Well, I asked Jody what she recommended someone do who has never experienced a show in the Lone Star State, and here's what she said. Do it. <laughs> Find a venue that's known in Texas and buy a show to anybody and go, because once you go to one show, you're going to be hooked. And once you start following these artists on social media and feeling like you can connect with them on stage and off stage, like you're never going to go back. Like you're going to be a fan of Texas Red Dirt forever, not just because of the music, but because of the people that are in the industry, the Texas Red Dirt music scene, the fans, the people behind the scenes, it's a family. 
Um, it really is. And it's something that once you get a little glimpse of it, you're like, I want to be part of that. Well, Cowboys and City Slickers, we have reached the end of another road, but there's still a lot of pig trails that you can take away from this episode. First off, look up Hayden Baker on Spotify and Apple Music and give his album a listen because you won't regret it. You should also follow the Texas Music Pickers on Spotify, where you'll find playlists that Jody adds new artists and songs to. Check out Jody's social media as well at Jody Cockrell. Finally, look up some of the Texas country and red dirt artists we've talked about and see if you could catch a show and experience what we have talked about for yourself. Until next time, don't mess and God bless.